Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I am the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. I gotta just go ahead and get this out real quick. Today we're gonna be talking about our identities, how we identify, right? But before I do that, I just wanna let you know that I am still on my road trip, y'all. So the sound quality, I'm already gonna tell you, (laughs) that's gonna be a little rough, but I want you to roll with me for a little while, because we're gonna get into this quick little message, okay? In regards to identity. So if you hear some background noises, you hear traffic, it's because I'm literally parked in a parking lot recording this podcast so that I can have it ready for you uh, this week, okay? I am on vacation, but I'm still recording the podcast. I'm still uh, creating content, if that makes sense. So, um, and actually one important thing to note is if you feel compelled to support my work, if you feel compelled to um, just show some love for the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, if it has supported you in any way, and you want to show me some love while I'm on my trip, uh, you can always uh, send a donation to my cash app, which is Brown Girl Self-Care. Again, my cash app is Brown Girl Self-Care. You know, I don't typically talk about that. This may be the first time I've ever done that, but I know that my labor is important. I know that my work is important. I know that my work makes a difference. And I know that sometimes you all reach out and say, hey, how can I support you? And I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. But since we're talking about identity today and this this reimagining of who we are, like this, this I got to tell you, like the new Brie, like I have just been evolving, 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 like just every step of the way, there's just these changes happening within me, and I'm very excited for that because I know that as I continue to grow, as I continue to heal, as I continue to learn, um, I'm able to support our community better. I'm able to support you better. I'm able to share what has helped me get from point A to point B and from point B to point C and et cetera, et cetera. Not that, you know, self-care is a destination or healing is a destination necessarily. Um, I feel like there is definitely work to be done on a consistent basis. Um, However, I just feel like we can get to the healing resides 
know that it's it's not necessarily a race. So what I'm doing and 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 how I'm traveling or traversing this concept of self-care may look different for you, but it's definitely needed. It's definitely needed. We have so much conditioning. We have so many things to unpack and unlearn. We have so much healing. We are we have so much stuff. A lot of our stuff is just so rooted, deeply rooted, and that's why I talk about that a lot on the podcast. So again. This new identity is coming forth. This new breed is coming forth. Um, so you may notice a few changes here and there along the way over the next few weeks, few months, whatever. But listen, sis ain't going to stop growing, okay? Sis is not going to stop growing. Sis is not going to stop doing the work um, to to just continue blooming. It, it's just, it's just going to happen. And I feel like it's the same for you, too. If you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, I know that you are doing the work in some capacity. I know that you are, and I'm so happy and excited for you to be doing that because it just makes so much of a difference for us. It really, really does when it comes to just, like, our fears, our mindsets, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about the world, how we feel about each other, how we, you know, tend to our responsibilities, how we take care of ourselves, our kids. Like, it just it has a snowball effect. It all is connected, and we're all connected too. And that's another reason why I, I I love being able to share the good, the bad, the not so good, the ugly, the girl, why you do that? <laughs> you know, usually I will share those kind of things because I know that it's just a part of my journey and it's important. It's important to share. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I'm still talking about identity and this whole thing about burning our lives down. And I was thinking about that, just even that phrase, like burning my life down, it just sounds like so, when I hear myself really say it, it sounds so harsh and so violent. And I'm not even sure if that's the vibe. I'm not even sure if that's the mood that I want. I know that people that are listening, they understand what I'm talking about uh, because I've been getting messages and things like that. But, I mean, just that phrase, like burning my life down, I don't know if, I, I don't know if that really resonates with me anymore as I continue moving forward. I mean, even if the process is the same, like, I just want to have something that sounds a little more gentle, if that makes sense. So, you know, I'm still thinking about that. I'm still thinking about that, okay? So, um, but anyway, let's go ahead and talk about our identities, all right? So, I had made a post on Instagram. I'm going to see if I can pull it up real quick. And it was today. And what it was basically saying, actually, I'll just go ahead and read it. It says, our fight or flight kicks in so much that we believe this is our healthy and functional set point. When we experience moments of peace, it's like we are waiting for the other shoe to drop so that we can feel, quote, unquote, normal again. Sometimes we unintentionally, or in my case, even intentionally, do things that quickly get us back to that stress set point, even though while we're in it, we feel overwhelmed and afraid. So in other words, and this happens with me, or especially in the past, still happens, y'all. I'm still a work in progress, okay? I'm still healing. But like that set point, I, I have learned to exist and thrive. I had learned to just, you know, be in survival mode, be in struggle mode, be in chaos mode, dysfunction, disorganization, cluttered, like all those things, unacceptance, low self-confidence, like that was my initial set point. That was my initial set point. And so when I had opportunities to have better than that set point, right, um, there would be something that either I would intentionally do or something that would just 
come up or whatever, and it would just quickly, like, for example, if I was climbing a ladder, okay, and let's say I was on the first rung of a 20-rung ladder, all right, I'm on the first rung, actually, let's say I'm not even on the rung yet, let's just say my set point is on the ground, <laughs> okay, I'm on the ground, I'm not even on the ladder, right, so I have this ladder in front of me, and I'm at the bottom, I'm, I'm on the ground, my feet are on the ground, and so if some, if there was an opportunity or something that came my way where I would, you know, be able to go up the ladder, let's say three rungs or whatever, it could have been like a, a, a financial increase, it could have been a new relationship, um, could have been a new job, it could have been something, something that would um, typically be good, something that would typically mean growth and expansion and, and things like that. So I would have the opportunity to go up to the third rung, right, of life, <laughs> and then for whatever reason, because either ultimately because I, I wasn't feeling good about myself um, or this newness felt so unfamiliar, and since I was so used to just, like, thriving in chaos and dysfunction and, you know, things like that, that um, I would just either self-sabotage or do something where I would just quickly, and just as quick as I got that blessing, just as quickly as I climbed up that third rung or what have you, I would just, like, slide back down the ladder, <laughs> down to the ground again. I know somebody out there is telling me. And that's because my identity, I didn't identify as someone that was worthy. I didn't identify as someone that could have nice things on a regular basis. I didn't identify as someone that um, loved herself enough to know that she deserved consistently to be able to receive good things. Does that make sense? So, like, the confidence was low, the self-esteem was low, the finances, like, and it's all connected. So everything was just like womp, womp, womp. And it's because, in part, I did not identify with someone who was deserving. I did not identify with someone who was, you know, amazing and worthy just because. Right? Is anybody out there nodding their head right now? Because I know that some of us, some of you that are listening to the podcast, you also identify in some parts of your life like that, right? And so I had a couple of comments on that post that I made on Instagram, and people were saying, like, how do I – how do I stop doing this, y'all? I'm gonna roll this window down real quick. Ooh, Chile. How do I? How do I? How do I do that, right? Um. So let me tell y'all a little something. I can tell you that as I continue doing the work, the, the part that sucks, <laughs> but I'm gonna keep it real, is you know you learn the things, but then you actually have to implement the things. That's number one. You have to actually implement the things. So. I was really good at just, like, accessing information, reading this book, learning that thing, thinking about this idea. That's great. That is definitely a part of the unlearning and unpacking and just that is a part of the healing process. Absolutely. However, I wasn't necessarily walking it out in that new person that I wanted to be. I wasn't walking it out in this new way that I wanted to identify. So I had the information, but I was still doing like old Brie-ish, okay? I was doing old Brie-ish. Does that, does that make sense? I was doing old Brie-ish, and that's because, again, my experiences, my trauma wounds, the, the, the things that I have gone through, um, the things that I have survived, like all of it has conditioned me to a certain extent and brought me to this point. And that is a part of your identity, if you 
have gone through a lot of trauma, gone through abuse, gone through, you know, situations that were harmful and toxic, if someone, for example, someone was constantly telling you that you're not good enough, you're ugly, you're stupid, you're um, whatever, that's going to be your set point unless you can figure out a way to actively resist that thought. And you know the younger you are when you start receiving those messages like you're, you're too ugly, you're not smart, you're, you're, we're always going to be poor, you're just broken basic, like do you know, that, that stays with you. So even though you are older, you know, you get into your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, et cetera, if the healing hasn't happened, you're still operating from that mentality. You're still operating from that mindset. You're still being that person, that 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 person that you have just not been able to release. Does that make sense? So if you were rooted in dysfunction and and whatever, like that that is your set point. That is your set point. So if you're wondering why, like why am I always like if I if I um. I don't know, for example, if I, I make a new friend, for example, but if you were taught that women were no good, you were taught that you weren't good enough to have nice friends or you weren't good enough to have nice things or um, you weren't lovable or you weren't cute enough to have a certain kind of boyfriend or, what, like, whatever, okay, whatever. When you – if you happen to, you know, be able to draw in that type of relationship – uh, that type of healthy relationship, I can tell you that nine times, 9.9 times out of 10, you're going to self-sabotage in some way because you're not going to feel like you deserve that type of relationship. You're not going to feel like you deserve that type of support. You're not going to feel like you deserve that type of love. It's just, it, again, this goes back to your identity, how you identify. You identify as someone who is not good enough. You, you're not worthy. You're not cute enough. You're not smart enough. You're not thin enough. You're not, like, whatever. Like, all these things that make up our, make up our identity. It's, 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 just, it's just hardcore, um, you know, what, what we're rooted in. What we're rooted in, you know. So if you think that uh, people-pleasing is just, random, if you think that these thoughts you're having is just random, it's like it's not. You identify as someone that does, that is X, Y, Z, and so, yeah, you people please, you self-sabotage, you don't, you don't, um, you don't ask for what you deserve, you can't receive, like it's all connected. Um, I was listening to a podcast, actually, speaking of identity, and um, the, the guy, the host was talking about how, um, how he cusses on his podcast. <laughs> he cusses on his podcast because that is how he authentically is. That is how he authentically is. And he knew that he was going to get messages from people that were like, you know, I, I don't like that you cuss and giving him one-star reviews. And I like his content, but he cusses too much. You know what I'm saying? But he decided that, you know, he didn't want to be a different person, um, on the podcast, and another different person at work, and another different person with his family, and another different person with uh, his friends, or, like, whatever. He just wanted to be himself, point blank, period. And he felt that, or he feels that who he is, how he identifies, he identifies as someone he feels like he is good enough, 
he feels that he's, you know, smart enough. He feels like he is um, whatever it is that he needs to be to where he's like, this is me. I love myself. I'm worthy. And I don't have to change myself for anybody. I'm going to show up authentically as me and just walk it out, right? And the same for us. When we start to identify as someone who is deserving of love, who is deserving of money, who is deserving of abundance, who is deserving of um, uh, more peace and calm and easier relationships and more flow in our life and more blessings and community with God and sisterhood, like all those things, when we start to identify as that chick, as that woman, as that girl, as that black woman, beautiful queen, you know what I'm saying? Um, you're going to start walking it out and things are going to start to change, but you got to get to that point first. And again, that goes back to actually doing the things. It's great to get information. It's great to learn. It's great to receive information and read and, you know, watch videos or, you know, take class, like, it's, that's great. That's a part of it. That's phenomenal, okay? Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. I'm a lifelong learner, so I'm going to tell you, that's phenomenal, right? But if you're not implementing, if you're not making changes to start to shift into this person that you want to identify as, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, and that's, that's the easiest way to, to say this. It's just not going to happen. 
So, hold on, y'all. I have someone who just turned their lights on, so I have to um, pivot real quick here. Um, so, yeah, it's not going to happen. So let me tell you, I have to do – so I am – as I'm talking about this, please know that I'm going through this process, too. And every time I get to a new level, I, I have to level up again and level up again and level up again and level up again. It's not like a one and done. I want to make sure that I stress that. And also, you are not going to do this perfectly. It's not about perfection. I know I talk about that a lot, but I know that sometimes we just get so hard on ourselves. Or, for example, like one day, let's say you start walking out that identity, and then the next day you take, like, five steps back. That's the process, honey. That's the process, right? But you, you, you have to be able to bring some type of self-awareness to that process, right, um, so that the next day you're like, you know what, I, I was slipping a little bit, but today I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try again. I'm going to rethink about these things that I am saying I want to to be, do, have, etc., and I'm going to just try again. Does that make sense? It's not going to be perfect. It's just not going to be perfect, um, and, that, and that's okay. So I um, recently had to do something hard because, again, I'm leveling up, leveling up, leveling up, and I don't want to really get into the specifics about what it is, but it, I'll just say it's something financial, and I had to put on my, my big girl panties because I said, so how about this? I don't know if I mentioned this before. Maybe not. So when I first started my trip, um, which was maybe like, dang, how long has it been? A week and a half? Maybe two weeks? Let's let's just say two weeks. I'm not sure how long I've been away from Cali. One to two weeks. Um, I said that one of my goals was I was leaving Old Bree in Georgia because that that was where I went. I, I was in Georgia for like um, like four days, five days, something like that. And so I said, when I return to California, that's going to be the newer, the newest, freshest version of Brie. The old Brie and her old habits and the old identity that she was holding on to that no longer served me, she's staying in Georgia. That Brie's staying in Georgia. The new Brie is the one that's traveling back across the West Coast. And I can tell you, am I doing this perfectly? Am I walking out perfectly? Perfectly, excuse me. Absolutely not. <laughs> But that's okay. I have that self-awareness. I'm giving myself grace and compassion. I um, and I'm gonna continue to just keep walking it out. And I'm just gonna continue walking it walking it out because I know that that change is on the other side. Those things that I I, I envision for myself, it's on the other side of that. It's 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 rooted to the actions that we need to take. And a lot of times we are stuck in our lives because we will not take the action. I just gotta say that for somebody. I don't know who it is. Need to hear that. But a lot of things that you want to see, the, a lot of th- a lot of things that you desire, they're on the they're on the other side of that that those healing actions that you are taking, whether it be being vulnerable and being in a community with the sisterhood, um, uh, I don't know, going to therapy, making time for yourself, you know, overhauling your life, being in, uh, you know, healing your wounds, like all that stuff, like. It's all connected, y'all. It's all connected. And I can tell you that some of the things where I've been stuck in my life, I know for a fact it's because I have yet to walk out. Well, I have recently started to walk some things out. But, um, yeah, I am 100% sure that as I continue doing this, 
um, things are even more things are going to open up for me, and I believe the same for you. So, again, I had this financial thing that I had to take care of, and honestly, I was legit scared. Like, oh, my gosh, I was scared. So um, old Bree would have been like, because I still have some avoidant, avoidant tendencies. I still have some avoidant tendencies. That's just my reality. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. That's what it is. Please believe I am still working uh, on my healing. And so depending on what it is, sometimes I will get so overwhelmed and feel so stressed that I'll just avoid. That's one of my that's one of my um, areas that I am really actively working on. Um, anyway, so I had to do something. And instead of just saying, nope, not going to do it, going to just continue to put the, the um, what is it, like put the rug, the, the cover over my head or whatever, nope, new breed asked her friend, like, hey, I've got to do X, Y, Z. Do you mind being with me while I do this? So I had to allow myself to be vulnerable, right? And and this is another reason why you really need a strong foundation of, of women. You need a strong sisterhood. Because if I didn't have a strong sisterhood, what could have happened is whoever I asked could have been like, girl, you dealing with that? Why are you dealing with that? Like, what? What's wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, really just not supporting me in the way that I need to be supported. Instead, my sister friend was like, yes, I got you. Let's go ahead and do this and get it off your plate. Let's 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 get it done. I got you. I'm supporting you. I'm here for you. We're going to do it together. You know what I'm saying? And so I was able to do it. It took me all of a few minutes. I got it done. And I was able to breathe much easier, and the rest of my day just flowed so much better. And I'm all about a good flow, honey, not a period flow. I don't want no, <laughs> I don't want no period flow. Long story short, uh, I don't even want to get into the whole period stuff. We need to have an episode about periods, though, real talk and fibroids and all that stuff. Anyway, um, I digress. But, yeah, so it's really important as you start flowing into these new identities and, 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 and lifestyles and things like that, that you have the right people around you. That is so crucial because the, the, all it takes is one person to just be like, oh, that's stupid. You're trying to be a new person? That's so stupid. You can't do that. You know what I mean? They may not say that necessarily in, in those exact words, but that's basically the, 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 what it feels like. That's what it feels like. And all it takes is for you to get the wrong one, and then you, like I said, I'm on the, imagine you're on the ladder. Let's say you started climbing. All it takes is for you to have a, an episode or two or have an interaction or two with someone like that, and you'll start to slip down the ladder. You'll start to lose that self-confidence you were gaining. You'll start to lose that self-acceptance and self-love that you were gaining. You'll start to lose this new shift into this new identity that you um, were gaining. So please make sure your circle, those are your people, and be careful what you share with people, too. Make sure that they are a safe space for you. That's basically the bottom line, and that they are able to support you, okay? So I had my sister friend help me. It took a few minutes, got it done, bada boom, bada bing, and I'll tell you, I did that. And guess how I felt? I felt like, okay, now I can tackle something else. Now I can just elevate that just a little bit more and do it with less fear or no fear because I've already done it. So if I need to do this again, I can do it again. And if I need to do it again, I can do it again. And it will just keep ratcheting up. That confidence muscle will keep ratcheting up. 
So you have to walk out your new identity. You just and it's gonna. It may feel scary as hell. It may feel uncomfortable as hell. You gotta walk it out, sis. So what I want you to do, I want you to ask yourself some questions like, what is this newer version of me? Who is she? Who is she? What are her hopes and dreams? What what? How how does she identify? Give me, you know, write down what are her core values. What does she want to receive more of into her life? What things would she like to release and let go of? How will you know that you are on the right track, right? Um, who can this girl share these things with? Who is her support circle? Because you got to talk about it, too. you got to talk about it, too. As you start to shift into this new identity, Definitely, definitely, definitely don't just keep that to yourself. I want you to tell at least one person, a safe person, not just any random <laughs> all willy-nilly, someone that has proven that they cannot handle this newer you, right? But I want you to tell at least one person, hey, girl, this is what I'm doing, and I'm so excited. These are the reasons why I'm doing it. This is the place I'm coming from. This is the place I'm headed towards. And I just want to let you know that I'm, you know, things may be a little dip, a little bit different. And this is why I'm growing. I'm blooming. And these are the things that I'm doing. So I want you to, 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 to tell somebody. I want you to tell somebody. That way you bring it to light. You are giving life to this new identity. Say you want to be a more loving person. Say you want to be a more... Um, I'm trying to think of other characteristics. Ah, say you want to be a, um, blah, 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 uh, I don't know, a friendlier person, a more loving person, um, a more courageous person, um, someone that uh, ah, doesn't people please. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. But you got to let somebody know. you got to tell somebody. And a part of that is vulnerability. A part of that is vulnerability. But it's like those things that we bring to light, it makes it that much easier to walk it out. Once you've told someone, like, that shame, like, you just get lighter, right? A lot of us are holding on to so much shame in these old identities, right? And that's holding us back, too. Shame that's not even yours to carry or guilt that's not even yours to carry anymore, right? Um, but when you share this newer you, I can promise you that it will be so you'll be so encouraged that you'll just want to start walking it out. So I want you to share that with someone, and I want you to sit down and actually write out what does this newer version of me do? What does she like? What books does she read? What new habits does she have? How does you know like what are her what are her uh, what what are her um, uh, what are, like, her top five characteristics of this newer version of, of of me? You know what I'm saying? Like, sit there and literally write it out. Write it out. Stick it up somewhere, on a on a Post-it, um, on a vision board, some, something where you can see it on a regular basis, and you can actually see, like, am I, am I walking the walk or am I just talking the talk? Again, you're not going to do this perfectly, y'all, so please, just don't even – do. This requires a lot of grace. 
This requires a lot of grace, okay, and compassion and gentleness. It really does. Um, because I can tell you that as soon as you say that this is what I'm doing, you're gonna get, you're gonna have some stuff em- like come up quickly, and you're gonna have some decisions to make. Am I gonna slip back into the old me, or am I gonna, you know, take a chance and and, and do this hard thing? Because that's gonna be the make or break. If you if you if you don't, like for example, let's see. So if the newer you, um, for example, I don't know. Like, pays all her, like, let's say you pay your bills late. Like, you have the money, but you're just like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. Oh, uh, I got a thing to do. So you just end up paying late fees and stuff like that, right? So the newer version of you, what does she do? Does she schedule bill pay? Does she sit down every month and balance her checkbook? Does she just go ahead and pay all of her bills on the first of the month, even if they're due at later times? That way she doesn't have to worry about them. Like, you got to figure that out. And then when it's time to do that thing, sis, you got to do it. You got to do it. That's that's the thing. We have to do the hard things. We have to do the hard things. Um, Self-care, prioritizing ourselves, um, unlearning and reparenting and healing, like sometimes it's hard, yo. Sometimes it's hard. Um, But it's so worthwhile. And even though it might be rough or hard, I want to say something here that it should never feel like trauma or violence against you when you're walking this out. Does that make sense? It might be rough. It might be hard. It might be tough. But it should not feel like you are now inflicting more trauma upon yourself, more pain upon yourself, um, more violence upon yourself. Does that make sense? There's definitely a difference. That Healing is not violence. Healing is not additional trauma being added. Does that make sense? So I wanted to make sure that I said that. But um yeah, that that's that's it in a nutshell. That's it in a nutshell. <laughs> so that's all I got today, sis. Um we're just gonna continue um just doing what we do, but I'm glad that I took the time to kinda of talk about this a little bit. If you found this episode helpful um, and you want to support my labor, like I said, or my work, like I said before, you can always, you know, buy me a cup of coffee. My cash app is Brown Girl Self Care. Or if you'd like, you can always leave me a rating and review on iTunes if you haven't done so before um, or share the podcast. Any support you give, I can tell you that is definitely appreciated. And um, it, it really allows me to feel like what I'm doing is, is supporting you and making a difference. So that that's real talk. All right. So that's it for this episode. I am going to go ahead and hunker down and get ready for the night. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, but I'm actually at a Pilot J Traveling Center in – where am I? I think I'm still in Arkansas. I'm not sure. But I am making my way back west. And – um. Yeah, so I'll probably have to do an episode, a whole episode on just my experience of sleeping in rest stops (laughs) and traveling solo across the country, which has been, it's had some highs and since it has had some lows, real talk. So maybe I'll do an episode about that soon, I don't know. (laughs) But in the meantime, have an amazing week, have a blessed week. I am rooting for you as you continue doing the work. 
Um, if you have any questions, you can email me at connect at com, and I will do my best to answer you. And other than that, with that said, have a blast, blessed excuse me, week, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast.